Welcome to the Illuminating Mycelium Podcast. The podcast for everyday people by everyday people. I'm your host, Project Dave, and I'm back at it again to continue highlighting and amplifying the lives, ventures, and endeavors of everyday people just like you and me and learning from them along the way. Entitled Relaxing and Rejuvenating with Rita. So we'll be interviewing her. She is originally from La Crescent, Minnesota, which is kind of near the border of Wisconsin. She grew up on a farm in a big family with seven other siblings. So she had an interesting childhood growing up, which we discuss a little bit further. She actually comes from a long lineage of agriculture. Her great-great-grandfather, John Samuel Harris, actually founded the first apple orchard in Minnesota, and he was a very integral member of the Minnesota Horticultural Society. There's been a few books and documentaries that have been done to commemorate him and his work, which is pretty cool. And so we talk about that. We also talk about a few other things, including her volunteer work and how her faith ties into that, her work volunteering with NAMI, which is an organization that stands for the National Alliance on Mental Illness. There will be a link in the description for their website as well. So if you are struggling with mental health currently, I would highly recommend checking out that website. They have some good resources and people that you can network with to get you the help you need. So don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah, we talk about that and a few other things. I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. So without further ado, here comes Rita. When talking about everyday people and their stories, we can't help but talk about all their hard work. So grab a cup of coffee. I often think about what fuels a lot of these everyday folks, as well as what sustains me personally. Coffee certainly helps, but it can't just be any coffee. It's got to be coffee made by everyday people for everyday people. The kind that when you brew it in a pot, it kind of just draws everyone to the kitchen and they're sniffing that aroma. Our beans are sourced from small businesses in the heart of the Appalachia. My personal favorite, the Route 39 blend from Lexington Roasters is a Forbes top ranked coffee. You can also check the notes on each blend to determine flavor profiles, shipping, and more. Beans are roasted on a weekly basis to ensure freshness. So if you're looking for some extra fuel to aid you in your everyday lives, ventures, and endeavors, go to thegrindbluefield.com backslash shop dash coffee dash roast or click the link in the description to pick out your next coffee beans and brew a pot of happiness. The grind never stops. All right, Mrs. Lowe's, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to tell us more about yourself and the work that you're currently up to. Thank you. I appreciate this opportunity to tell my story. Yeah, definitely. So let's uh, start this episode off by diving into your background a little bit. And then after that, we can talk about some of the work that you're doing with NAMI and mental health and stuff like that. So um just to start off your background so you grew up on a farm in la crescent right right and you had seven other siblings for so you had a pretty big family what was that like growing up there well it was a lot of um we did a lot of stuff together and we still try to keep the connections together i'm sure there was a lot of hard work involved growing up on a farm definitely 
with the apples, you know, I got to ha- help harvest the apples too. That was pretty exciting. And it was hard work too? Yes, really hard work. Now, speaking of apples, you come from a, a long lineage of of an apple family per se. <laughs> so John Samuel Harris was actually the first, or he was, um, he planted the first apple orchard in Minnesota and he's actually very well known. There's been a few books and documentaries made about him. So do you feel um, proud of your heritage in that yeah. sense, knowing that well, you come from I'm that? very proud of my heritage. In fact, um, it's kind of neat. Um, we met our cousins out in Ohio and they're the, Missing link to the Harris's. Yeah. Because um, Samuel Harris was John Samuel's father. So it's we were supposed to have a um, 200th um, Harris reunion this year, but because of the pandemic, we're not going to do it this year. But Maybe hopefully, year. In, hopefully in 2022. Okay. Now, Samuel Harris, the father of John Samuel Harris, he came from, I believe it was Connecticut, right? Right. And prior to that, the family had come from Ireland, right? Um, That was the Kerrigan side. Okay. I, I don't think... I think John Samuel's descendants are in Ohio, yeah. as far as I know. Okay. But you have a lot of Irish heritage in yep. your Yeah, on my background. mom's side. She was a Kerrigan, so I do have um, descendants in Ireland someplace. Yeah. Did you practice any, like, cultural traditions growing up related to Irish stuff? Or? Well, on St. Patrick's Day, my mom always went out and had her... Irish meal and she when she was younger as a kid she dyed her hair green for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> oh nice. You never did that though? No. <laughs> Alright, cool. Well, thanks for telling us more about your background. I know you have a pretty tight knit family that you keep close contact with. Now some of the work that you're currently involved with is related to NAMI. So can you tell us what NAMI stands for first of um, all? It stands for National Alliance of Mental Illness. Okay. And um, like me, I'm not doing my group right now, but right now my husband's parents, Robert and Joan Lowe's, they've been having a lot of health issues. So I've been helping my husband advocate and be like caregivers for him. But I still... Talk to some of my friends that went to Vivo, you know, call them every week just to support them and just try to support as many people as they can. So why is uh, mental health advocacy important to you personally? Well, I, I really think it is because, you know, if you're depressed all the time, you know, your outlook is is not as good as if you take care of your mental health. You know, because you want to get it to a good point. And first of all, the number one tool with me is to have a good support system, like a good psychiatrist, a good doctor, a good therapist, and, you know, good family that supports you. Yeah. And I go to Avivo. I've been volunteering since December of 2009. And to me, it's important to get people to better place with their mental health, you know, because you don't right. want to be around people that are depressed and stuff. You want to, even though 
helps them get out of it. Yeah, least. yeah, exactly. Because this was a, you know, mental health was something that I think as a nation we were struggling with before COVID. And then that kind of just put it in the forefront of everybody's mind now. And so yeah, I think it's exactly. important to, to practice self-care and, you know, reach out to others when you're able. Hopefully people have someone that reaches out to them, too. I know that's always important being thought about and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I, so what does what does mental health advocacy entail? Like, what does it mean to advocate for someone? Well, to give them resources? Me, yeah, or? resources and make sure, you know, they have a good support system and mm-hmm. just people that are there to connect with them, you know, because sometimes, you know, for my, my, um, when I did my NAMI group, I always have a, a file with um, different resources that they can check, you know, and Sue Averhold, and I know her personally, she's head of um, NAMI and she's, she's just tireless with NAMI. I mean, she's it's just fierce, amazing. A fierce advocate. Yeah. Okay. Like a warrior or whatever. <laughs> gotcha. To me, you know, advocating for yourself, you can get what you need because a lot of times people with mental illness, you know, some of them can't take care of themselves. Self, you know, so like you have to take over and do it for them. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. And I'm sure that there's different levels too. Like some people can do things for themselves. You just kind of have to point them in the right direction or yep. send them the resources. Exactly. And others, you have to follow up more with more accountability if they might have disabilities or something like that. Exactly. What advice would you give to someone or folks with disabilities for navigating? their own advocacy and getting to a better spot, as you had mentioned. You're listening to the Illuminating Mycelium Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, you should come check out all of our fresh new merchandise and apparel that just dropped on our store. We've got t-shirts, pants, sweatshirts, hats, phone cases, water bottles, coffee mugs, shoot, even blankies, and a ton more. All made with comfy fabrics and premium materials, they feature our signature logos, catchphrases, guest picks, and come in all sizes. Now shipping nationwide right to your doorstep. Just go to illuminatingmyceliumpodcast.com or click the link in the description to pick out your next gear and become the mycelium. Just um, ask for help and get Don't connected. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Right, yeah. and get connected to the right people that will help you. Yeah, because like you said, you don't want to be around negative people. I mean, if you can help them get out of it, that's fine. But, you know, some people you have to be able to, to cut yourself off from if it Yeah, exactly, because I've had to before because my sister, yeah. she had bipolar. She had It's hard lot to be of, around that. yeah. I had to cut myself off from her for a while. Yeah. I think that's why boundaries are important too, because you don't want them to think that you're ignoring them. It's just that it's better for the both of you in the relate, you know, relationships I think are very important. Exactly. Like me, you know, I, I hang around people that are support me more that are more positive and stuff. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So we, now we've talked a little bit about your your work with NAMI and in the mental health space. So I know another topic that's important to you is your faith. So you go to church. You still attend church virtually, yep. at least yep. just about every week. Mm-hmm. 
And prior to COVID, you were actually doing a lot of volunteer work with that as well. Yeah. And I know you, you've still been getting kind of back into it. You know, you were recently vaccinated. So do you enjoy volunteering? What does volunteering mean to oh, you? Oh, it really means a lot because, in fact, um, May 17th, um, Culver's volunteers four times a year to make a meal at Mary Jo's place. Sharing and caring hands. Sharing and caring hands. And we actually get to do that. This year on May 17th? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're going to have like an outdoor picnic. And my husband and I, we were in charge of um, families moving forward where we hosted the the families at our church for a week that are homeless yeah. homeless yeah and i helped take care is of that the meal. still taking place this year um no okay. we haven't done it for a couple of years because we haven't we haven't gotten enough volunteers but i really okay. enjoyed doing that you know it just puts yourself in perspective you know anybody could end up homeless you right. know and you have to have empathy and be there to to help them out you know i've helped with Diana Olson, I've um, donated clothes to the encampments and, you know, hopefully as things get better, I'll get to be able to start, start volunteering more. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, Let's see what else. So um, your faith plays a big role in your volunteer work and right. your mental health advocacy. I know another topic that um, you've talked a lot about, too, is um, anti-racism. So combating racism and inequality in society. Um, Obviously, that's been a big issue for a long time, but it's also been put at the forefront of us for a long time. And I know for you personally, you have grandchildren um, that are half Mexican. You have a black daughter-in-law. So can you tell us? how important being anti-racist is to you? Well, to me, I mean, we're all the same. Just the skin color is different. I mean, it shouldn't matter. It's how you look at a person, you know, what they are like inside because love the grandchildren dearly and, and Brianna dearly too. I mean, she's a good addition to our family. And to me, need to, you know, with everything going on, we need to all get together and unite as one. Make peace. Yeah. Absolutely. Instead of it shouldn't matter what color anybody is. Right, right. Thanks for sharing that. Um, let's you're see. Welcome. So you recent and then you recently got your your second dose, right? Yep, so you're I, all vaccinated. So you're happy about Thursday, that. Thursday, yeah. So I'm good to go. <laughs> and um and you also have allergies too. What's it yep. like dealing with those? Um, especially with spring coming around the corner, you know, it's hard to get out because of COVID then allergies on top of that. So how do you deal with it? Personally? Well, I get allergy shots every three weeks, but I, yeah. you know, some days are better than others, but I keep on praying that they'll get better because I've gone through three years of shots already. I have another year. So hopefully after four years i'll be good so i can go out and not have to worry about the pollen and stuff out there but it's really helped you know because my husband he got an air purifier downstairs and all kinds of stuff you know i mean my allergies have gotten better but it just takes time so in in the meantime, since you haven't been able to go outside, you've been doing um, more at home workouts yeah. to make up for that. Well, I could start going outside. I could 
I've only taken a walk once, but, you know, as it gets nicer, I could go out, but I have to wear my mask with all the co- pollen and tests and stuff. Yeah. So that's not even for COVID. That's just for the pollen. Yep. Okay. Because I have to check the thing downstairs to see what the pollen is, you know, before I can take a walk and stuff. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. And do you enjoy the at-home workouts? Like, I'm sure that you miss getting outside yeah, and walking, but I, I it hasn't do. been a fun experience learning Yeah, more about that. I've enjoyed it, you know, okay. and sometimes, you know, I'll turn a, turn the TV on, you know, Justin Timberlake's Can't <laughs> Stop That Feeling, I like that. <laughs> That's, That's funny. a song from Culver's Hall Dance Around When I'm By Myself. Hey, you gotta I mean, keep you the have, body moving, right? Yeah, yeah, to liven things up, you know, kind of beat the boredom and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I know you've made different signs on the window to try to connect with yep. neighbors. and Yeah, I have. You know, have and a little I, sense of community. I brought posters to different places. I haven't done that for a while, you know, because we've been, you know, with his mom and dad, you know, since October dealing with stuff. So even though I'm not doing NAMI, I mean... Eventually, you'll probably get back into it. Yeah, taking care of his parents. It's a busy year, for sure. Yeah, taking care of his parents have been a big priority for us right now. Right, definitely. Um, And let's see, so next Sunday is Mother's Day. Are you looking forward to that? It sounds like you have some fun plans. Yeah, it is. We're actually going out for brunch into a restaurant. I mean, that's kind of nice that you can do that. Right. I think it's perfect timing that, you know, they... We're getting vaccinated. We're heading into the summer. I think it's going to be a pretty fun time and people will start getting back into the swing of things. And I'm just, I just count my blessings for my wonderful family, my husband and daughter and son and my grandchildren and my son-in-law and then Brianna and just my family that really supports me. Yeah, you still do Zoom calls with them pretty frequently. Yeah, that's always interesting. I was going to say, I know with Mary and Jerry, it's always interesting getting everyone online and connected (laughs) properly. And I was going to mention, you know, when we did meet our, my cousins out in Ohio, they're just like us. They talk over us, you know, how it's a hair. You see the resemblance there, huh? Yeah, (laughs) it's just kind of funny. I mean, I was hoping we could meet them, but... Hopefully next year. Yeah. But it's kind of like the part of the missing link because they're the other side to us. You know, and I mean, that's really cool. Yeah, I feel like family history is, you know, an interesting thing. And I feel like people have been getting more into it because they have more time on their hands with the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. My sister, Cindy, she's really into that. I mean, you know, and I like to more, you know, when I finally get more time to do stuff yeah definitely all right well i think that was all the topics i had was there anything else you wanted to mention or talk about before we wrap up here well i was just gonna mention anybody that you know is having some mental health problems right now please make sure you reach out to people and get help Call Sue Everholden or anybody at NAMI yeah go to uh is it nami.org let me look it up here yep Yeah, so you can go to nami.org. That's N-A-M-I dot org. Uh, they have some resources there. You can continue. I just want okay, to. Okay, and NAMI, 
Nami and Avivo, thank you for all the great work that you do for people to keep them connected and, you know, make sure if you're having a bad day to call somebody, you know. Don't, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. And don't be isolated. Yeah. It's the most important thing is to help yourself. Definitely. All right. Well, that's all I had. Thank you for uh, taking time to come on the podcast oh, and share you your so story much with and- us. And hopefully everybody will hear this, you know, and know that they're not alone right now, that we're all in this together to support each other. Right. All right. Thank you. Take care. Thank you, you too. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed the show and had fun while learning more from everyday people just like yourselves. To support us and help us spread these stories even further, please consider giving us a review or rating on whichever platform you're streaming from. There will be links in the description box just in case you can't find it. And for more news and all things everyday people, join our newsletter by going to our website. By joining, you'll also gain exclusive offers and discounts on Illuminating Mycelium merchandise and apparel from our store. Just go to IlluminatingMyceliumPodcast.com or click the link in the description and become the Mycelium.